today I'm sharing a very exciting customer success story. Welcome to the Paul Miners Podcast, the show that will help you to optimize your time, income, and lifestyle fast. Get more done with actionable, easy-to-follow advice and learn how to live life on your terms. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Paul Miners Podcast 2, episode number 118. As, as always, it is a pleasure to have you listening today. I really do appreciate your time and your attention, and to some of the feedback I've been getting on recent episodes, uh, to name a few, the podcast on self-doubt a couple of episodes ago, uh, I've received amazing feedback on. It's great to be talking and writing about a topic that resonates with so many people, so thank you for all of the feedback that you've been sharing. Now today, I want to share a customer success story and um, this is something I really love doing is learning and hearing the feedback that you guys have uh, have for me about the blog posts the content the products that you have consumed from me I love knowing that they have helped you in some way so if you actually as a side note if you have your own success story productivity business related that you want to share with me if it's something you've learned or some advice that you can share please get in touch with me all the normal ways through my website Twitter all those places so on to the for today's episode, what you're going to be hearing is an interview that I recently did with a customer of mine, Frederick Johnson. Now, Frederick signed up to my How to Become a Virtual Consulting program a number of months ago. We first got in touch and connected when he scheduled his bonus call with me. We had a bit of a one-on-one -on -one chat, and he then sent me an email a, f a few weeks later where he was sharing a success story that he had where he'd gone into a sponsorship meeting where he was getting a sponsor for his podcast and where he would normally be pitching sponsorship packages around $4,000. He'd actually pitched at $14,000 and he had won the contract. His proposal was accepted and uh, I was just totally blown away by this result. And so I thought I need to get Frederick on a call. I need him to share this story so that I can uh, share it with you on the podcast. So you're going to be hearing that interview with Frederick. I do apologize in advance. The audio for this is not... Not great, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was recording this on my co-working space, did not have my normal microphone set up or anything like that, but nonetheless, Frederick shares some great advice in this short interview. So without further ado, please enjoy this interview with Frederick Johnson about how to land a 14K proposal. Enjoy. Hey everyone, and welcome to this brief video where today I am joined by Mr. Frederick Johnson. Frederick, hey, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Paul. How are you? Good, thanks. And just to outline what we're doing here today, I wanted to highlight Frederick and his story because Frederick purchased my How to Become a Virtual Consulting program a few months ago. And we were connecting recently. He had a bonus call with me. And I was just super impressed with the progress that you'd made. And you have this great story where you'd, uh, I think you were pricing your proposals currently at around the four to $5,000 level. And then yeah. you'd actually since going through the program, you'd actually landed a proposal at about $14,000. And the story was just like, so, so uh, it was just great to hear for me. And I just wanted to get you on a video and get you to share that with people. So no, thanks for joining me today. Um, yeah. Maybe before we get into that, do you want to give people a bit of an introduction? Because you're probably slightly different to the normal customer who signs up to my program, the consulting. You're actually, you are applying it more to your sponsorships. So maybe give people a brief introduction on who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and first of all, before I do that, I want to thank you for putting that program together because it is, it was literally, and it, this is not just, you know, Paul told me to say this stuff. It's, it's really sort of changed the way that I think about how I'm approaching business, which I'll get into in a second. Um, but 
what I do is I, I run a podcast called This Week in Photo. It's at thisweekinphoto.com. It is one of the longest running photography related podcasts on the internet right now. Um, wow. We're we're knocking on the door of ten years. So we've been doing, <laughs> we've been doing this since the beginning of podcasting, obviously. And uh, the, the, the way that your stuff, Paul, worked into what I'm doing is, like you said, sponsorships and advertising on the show. So if you lif- listen to a podcast before, you've heard the podcaster say, this episode is brought to you by fill in the blank. And then maybe midway through the show, they'll do sort of an ad lib, bulleted list, read or whatever. So that on my show, and, and prices for advertising on podcasts varies widely, depending on the yeah. audience and you know, frankly, the salesmanship of the podcast for themselves. Um, but uh, what what I needed to do was I was sort of looking at what I'm doing and what you what what you teach resonated with me because I am not a fan of applying old world methodology to new media podcasting. Right. Yeah. So, in other words, right now most podcasters are basing their work on CPMs or cost per thousand. So. Right. You know, I, I get this many downloads, therefore I can charge this much money. I never really agreed with that because in podcasting, it's more of a tacit endorsement of the product from, you know, the, the host of the show. And, you know, there's so many other pieces to it. So even before I started, you know, sort of following the teachings of Paul Miners, the, yeah. <laughs> the, the, my, my mindset was I want to be more of a Tiffany's you know, versus right. the jewel counter in Walmart or Target or something. I want to be able to, because you don't go into Tiffany's and say, wow, you know, this diamond, I could buy this at Walmart for a hundred bucks and you're saying it's $10,000. Can you justify that $10,000? <laughs> I never under, you know, and I, I want to be more on the Tiffany side where it's more brand based and it's more, okay, I feel like my services to the to the client and my brand awareness and my endorsement are worth X dollars. If you want to pay that, then great. If you don't, then on to the next one. So that's yeah. kind of where my mind was heading. And then I discovered you. And if and- I could, if I could pause there, cause I'm, please finish the story, but I guess I'm hearing that and I'm thinking normal freelancers, coaches, consultants online, they typically would charge by the hour, which I think in your world is the equivalent of charging a CPM or cost per thousand. And with the consulting program and and what you were doing as well, it's actually forget this old way of pricing. It's about getting paid what you're worth and and focusing on the brand, like you said. So I I just wanted to make that connection because I think typically when people start with consulting or freelancing, you go, okay, what's my hourly rate? But as you're going to tell us and show us, there's a better way to do it. Yeah, yeah, again, and I think I think it is a better way to do it. And I think it's a better way to sort of think about your your products and services. So that that's why that light bulb went off when I saw, yeah, value based pricing. Of course, that's the way it should be. So to make a long story short, what I did was, um, you know, there's a there's a pipeline of clients, or actually, I'm using PipeDrive thanks to you. So there's a there's a a number of clients in the queue. And one of them, or then, you know, if we're rewinding back a couple of weeks, one of them I was pitching and I knew, you know what, this was kind of a take it or leave it client. You know, I, this would be great if I got them, but if not, I'm not going to lose any sleep. Yeah. You know, so literally Netflixing with my girlfriend on the computer, then had Paul sort of sitting on my shoulder, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, normally for this service, I would bill out, you know, and we have a, a variety of services that we advertise on This Week in Photo. So normally it would be around $4,000. And, you know, that, I came up with that number based on, 
you know, wouldn't it be great to just have $4,000 for 60 seconds of work and, you know, all this stuff. And, uh, but I wasn't factoring in the brand equity and the endorsement, like I mentioned, and all that stuff. And then with you on my shoulder, I'm thinking, you know what? I really think this is worth much more than that. And I know this client has a budget that can support that, right? So what I did was I, I went into the proposal and I justified everything. I had line items and, you know, so I made sure that it was, I could back up what I was putting in the proposal and you saw, yeah. you've seen the proposal. So it was very, you know, yeah. very well put together. So I put that together and I sent it off to them with a very nicely written email looking, you know, I hope we can work together, yada, 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 you know. Then I set up a, the call, you know, to sort of walk them through the proposal, the proposal. And on that call, I was expecting the objections. Like, you know what, we can't really afford this. And, what, you know, how can you justify your price? And I can go to this podcast over here and they're only going to charge me X dollars. Um, but it wasn't that at all. The response I got was, okay, but if we add this, <laughs> can we... You know, it was more, can we pay you more money? You know, oh, can wow. we take this on? Can we do this? And I was sort of shocked. I was blown away because I literally, wow. I had notes next to the computer. It was a Zoom call. I had notes next to the computer. Then I was like, okay, if they say this, then I'm going to say, no, this is how I justify that. And, you know, I was completely ready to walk, get off <laughs> the call with no money at all. And I got off the call with a signed, you know, IO insertion order. Um, so that was the that was an epiphany moment for me, and I've since gone through since I sent you that email and let you know that that went down. I've had three other clients similar to that, not at the fourteen thousand dollar rate, but much higher than I normally would have billed them because right. I'm thinking value based pricing versus this hourly, and I'm competing with Joe Podcast next door. I'm more competing on my own merits and what I think I'm worth and what yeah. I think my endorsement is worth. So yeah. Yeah. And it worked. That's incredible. It's such a good story. And I think the lesson applies obviously not just to podcasting. It's any, it's just about knowing your value and the brand focusing on your brand. You said you've been running this podcast nearly 10 years. Yeah. That's credibility that not like average Joe podcaster has no way of competing with. And so being able to just say, right, this is what I'm worth. Yeah. Maybe the numbers, um, I, you know, you could get a better CPM or you could get more reach with a different podcast or whatever, but actually the message is better quality coming from me. And I think that concept of just knowing your worth and pricing based on value applies universally. This episode of the Paul Miners podcast is sponsored by Gusto. Now, if you run a small business like me or you know someone who does, you probably know that business owners have to wear a lot of hats. And some of those hats are totally great. For example, making this podcast. But some, like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, are not so great. And that's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and expert HR support all in one place. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Now, those old-school clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the modern way that small businesses work, but Gusto is. So let them wear one of your many hats. Listeners can get their first three months free when they file their first payroll. Try a demo and see for yourself at gusto.com slash pool. That's gusto, G-U-S-T-O dot com slash pool. And thank you, Gusto, for sponsoring this episode of the Pool Miners podcast. Any other, like, key takeaways from the program then, like, standout, like, light bulb moments that, that come to mind? 
Yeah, well, just the whole flow. Like, like I said, the based on what I that was the best money I've ever spent on your program. <laughs> based on that, I've you know I've signed up for Pipe Drive, which by the way, my 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 free trial ended yesterday, so I'm now an official Pipe Drive user. Cool. Uh, so I signed up for Pipe Drive, which is allowing me to manage all the incoming leads and sort right. of nurture them through the process. I was doing that with Asana before, actually Trello before. I was yeah. trying to do that unsuccessfully. You know, and now I'm doing it success, successfully along with the value-based pricing. So my, the way that I built the flow is, you know, so you're coming in, basically what you teach. So they're coming in through Pipedrive, and then when they leave Pipedrive, they, you know, an, a, a project is automatically created within Asana that I then execute on and make sure that I'm hitting their messaging right in the podcast yeah. and yeah. You know, all that stuff. So that, that's, that's the, you know, that whole flow is the takeaway for me. One other piece that I wanted to throw in there, you and I sort of dialogued about through email, I think, was I, I did with the $14,000 proposal, I did overshoot the mark, right? So they, uh, my initial proposal, I think was $17,000 or $18,000, something like that. Um, but they came back and they were like, yeah, we can do it, but you know, our budget is fourteen dollars or, or something like that. So what I did was, the re-proposal or the resubmitted proposal, I didn't want to discount my rates at all and say, okay, well, I'm only going to charge you this much for an ad insertion. Kept all that stuff the same. And then I added a line item uh, or not a line item, but I added a line in the total for discount for prepayment. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically I gave them a $3,000 discount if they paid the entire $14,000 up front, you know, yeah. and then, in my head, if they said, well, we can't pay that, I was going to say, well, okay, I'll let you do 50-50, right? Yeah. But I wasn't going to mention the 50-50 unless they pushed back on the 100%. Right. They didn't push back on the 100% and they've already paid. So <laughs> Yeah, that's great. This yeah. is actually something I was talking about with Gareth Pronovost as well and other people, people watching this. You can actually go and watch my interview with Gareth, who is another customer who purchased the program, who quit his job and has built a consulting business now. And since he purchased, we've been connecting in my private Slack channel. So if you do get the program and you can join me in Slack, this is one of the benefits of, of joining because then we've been chatting, we've been swapping proposals quite a lot to compare notes. And since I made the program a while ago now, um, I need to do an update really because uh, so, so much has changed, but we've been able to keep in touch and I've been able to keep in touch with customers like you in Slack and share the things that I'm doing now, like uh, prompt payment discounts, payment plans over, um, you know, few installments over a few months um mm -hmm. so and and so that yeah i just wanted to say like it's been great connecting with you gareth in the slack channel because i'm learning from you guys now and so uh yeah no just thanks thanks for what you're teaching me as well no no thank you yeah like i said it's, it has literally changed the way i'm doing business and you know to, to wrap it up into a bow i guess the part of my in my head you know like 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 when you talk about quitting your job and and you you show the sort of graph of how much it took for you to quit your job and to feel comfortable yeah. about it. Um, you know, looking at it from that perspective, my number was, I think it was, a, it was around, you know, if I could pull in $6,000 or $10,000 a month, then I would feel comfortable. But I, yeah. I'd want to be able to do that sustained, not like yeah. 6,000 one month, 4,000 the next month. You know, I want to be able to do that constrained, constrained or, or consistently rather. Um, but using these techniques and using just sort of the value-based pricing and locking everything into sort of, sort of the nice pipe drive Asana flow where I know where everything is going and I can see how much is coming in and, you know, all that stuff, 
I'm on target, I believe, knock on wood, I'm on target to hopefully hit around $30,000 for this, you know, this sort of, not the quarter, maybe a two-month period. So, great. You know, that's not bad if you look at it over the year. And that is just from the, the advertising on the podcast. It's not including any digital product sales yeah, or, wow. or outside consulting or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And um, I just I, it's very rewarding for me to hear of people that have had the um, trust, really, to, to say, yeah, I'll buy your program and give it a go. And then to hear the stories coming back, like, wow, like it's had such an impact on me. So it's, it's just great feedback for me to hear. So thank you. I'm, I'm so glad that it's working well. And Gareth was the same. He said, um, I think he's consistently doing about 15, 20K. He's at a 25K month now. And yeah. uh, it's it's amazing. Like, it's, it's, it's hard to imagine going back to a real job after you have a few months like that. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about it. I mean, because, you, you know, we've all thought about it. It's like, well, you know what, it'd be... My, my pedigree is I used to work at Apple and, and mm. Google and Adobe, you know, and then I left. That's a whole nother story. You know, I left that to, to do this kind of stuff. And it, occasionally I'll have the pangs of, wow, sure would be nice to have just that regular paycheck. I know exactly yeah. to the penny how much it's going to be and when it's going to show up every yeah. single, you know, every two weeks. And then I, you know, I think about the negatives of that and the negatives were, I mean, you know, the negatives, right? It's just working for someone else, no control over your future and, you know, it being sort of limited on how much you can make. And it was just, it just went on and on. So doing this, yeah, this is, this is much better. And it's, <laughs> it gets much better when, when you are in a period where you have a sustained baseline of income coming in. Because it's yeah. scary when you're like, wow, I have no money in the bank. And uh, I got to try to make it to next week. And um, that client is not calling me back. So what yeah. should I do? Right? Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah when, you're, yeah. when you're beyond that and you have a cushion and you know that money's coming in and I'm using these sort of tried and true systems like you teach, then it becomes easier to see. I can look on my computer right now and see that, hey, I should probably call these three people today yeah. to make sure yeah. that I'm moving them along and my deal flow is healthy versus yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's where pipe drive, yeah, is so useful. Now, I can definitely relate to all that. I've talked about it on my podcast before. <clears throat> For the whole first year of full-time work, even though I was doing really well, I was like, oh my God, this is all going to, this is just going to come to an end. My work's going to dry up. Uh, so the anxiety is something that can take a while to get comfortable with, but I think, yeah, definitely the pros outweigh the cons. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'll just throw in there real quick is that, it, you know, it, it all sounds like gravy. Like, yeah, I want to do that and, and, and live my own life and be, control, be in control of my own destiny. But the negative side of that is you are the single point of failure. Yeah. So if you get sick, if you get tired, or you get a flu or something, especially me because I'm a podcaster and I am the face and the voice of yeah. the show. If I go away, the machine grinds to a halt. So yeah. I'm in the process of sort of shoring that up by making some other processes, some income stream that don't rely on me. So that the boat can keep floating if, you know, if, if I go away <laughs> or if yeah. I have to take a, you know, a hiatus for some reason, I need the machine to keep generating revenue so that everything continues to work. So Yeah. And this is something with consulting or freelancing, podcast, whatever you do. If you have this income, your primary source of income coming from somewhere, once you're comfortable, once you're established, like you can actually use that additional income and time and fr flexibility that you have now 
to then focus on other things. So I've got my whole product side of my business. I do affiliate marketing. I've got some sponsorship that I do as well. So it's nice that you can, uh, yeah, the, the bulk of my income does come from consulting. Um, but that has allowed me to actually work more. And now that I've quit my job, actually it was a while ago now, but I can spend more time on these other things um, and diversify and have a few other revenue streams. And consulting has allowed me to do that. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, uh, I mean, I could, I could keep talking and definitely, I think, a call for another day to learn more about your processes and how you're systemizing things. But no, thank you for just sharing your story. Um, if people want to get in touch with you or learn more about you, what's the best way to do that? Um, just head over to thisweekinphoto.com. That's, yeah, that's my Rome. All roads lead to thisweekinphoto.com. Great. Well, Frederick, one more time, thank you so much for, for jumping on the call and sharing your story. You're welcome, Paul. Thank you. And thank you for everything. I appreciate you.